History has been made. Congratulations, LeBron. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed here on FS1. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. How good, are we? Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Where's the goat mask? I thought you'd goat mask me today. It's cemented. It's, it's been, cemented? You've been the goat. I, I don't need I don't need it. I, I, goat it, dawned, it dawned on me that I don't need that. Oh. He cemented what we already knew. Huh. Well, allow me then to congratulate LeBron Raymond James on passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Today, I will call him King James. Goat James. He is king for a day. Goat. But only for a day. Goat, 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 goat. <laughs> As I predicted this, I predicted in 2018 yeah. that on his th- by 38, he'd be the all-time leading scorer. You predicted this? Predicted it. You predicted he was going to be born. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you and two wise men went to find him, oh, right? Oh, I saw Glow yeah. last yeah. night for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It was an electric atmosphere. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's do it. <laughs> The good news is you don't have to hire a private jet anymore to take no. you to L.A. from Phoenix, <laughs> Shannon, for thank a game you, thank on you, Thursday. Thank you, Brian. Guys, the wait, the countdown over with LeBron James, officially passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the NBA's all-time leading scorer last night. The passing bucket came with 10.9 seconds left in the third quarter. That after LeBron drained a fadeaway jumper from 14 feet out. Shannon, you were courtside last night. Give us your impressions. What was your biggest takeaway? It was just the atmosphere, the moment, the buzz. You could feel the electricity in the building. Obviously, the stars came out, the Denzels, the Jay-Z, the Floyd Mayweathers, all the big guns. LL was across, was across the way from where I was. Uh, uh, the commissioner was in the house. Phil Knight was in the house. His family was all courtside. You could just feel, Skip, they hung on it. Skip, the man is 36 points away. He gets the ball in the open and he's dribbling the court and the crowd starts to rise. I'm like, there's not a 36-point shot, guys. No. Like, settle down. But it was just, and Skip, I, I can honestly say this. I'm the only one that went into that building last night that didn't think LeBron James was going to break this record. Mm. Everybody, he's going to do it tonight. Unk, he's going to do it tonight. Mm. Unk, you ain't got to come back. Mm. I was like, what do y'all know that I don't know? Talk to Magic Johnson. And Magic said, I told him, he said, you want to go ahead and get it tonight. You don't want it to get lost up in the Super Bowl hoopla. And that's what's going to happen Thursday because everybody's attention is going to start to shift. Yeah. LeBron said that, hey, I always approach every game as like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. And he said he was going to do everything in his power to try to make it happen that night. Mm. Skip, I... I just, I just, I like 30, man, that's a lot of points. Mm. Considering over the last, the last week, Skip, he hadn't been on that torrid pace that he was on, like, when he started his birthday in Atlanta, and then he went 41, 47, 43, and I was like, man, but everybody, it was just, man, it was just, even though, Skip, the Lakers didn't win the game, it was like the people were so happy because they know what they witnessed, and they don't know if you'll, don't know if you'll ever witness something like that again mm. but it just to be a part of it to see everybody and to see the excitement on his family and everybody in the crypt and everybody's watching at home yeah. because like you said skip it wasn't in 84 it wasn't televised like this mm. it wasn't hyped like this it was not and so now people have something that hey i remember where i was when lebron broke this record i remember i was in attendance when lebron did this it was just a <laughs> magical moment and and you know he was just talking about you know after the game, how he write the man in the arena, the, the Teddy Roosevelt mm-hmm. uh, famous quote. And 
Man, it was he just, said he felt like he's sitting on top of the arena looking down into it. Skip, it, right? it, it, it was unbelievable. But he's, he just seemed so calm. Yep. Man, man, these games, they do something to me, Skip, because I forget that I'm in an arena because I'm doing all the things that I do at home. Skip, I'm, ah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Mm. And I'm like, look. Everybody mm. looking at me, I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not in my home. No. But I would, you, you just hang, you just hang because you know what this moment is, Skip, and you just feel. I mean, my stomach. If I'm feeling like this, what the hell is Savannah and the kids? What are they feeling? What is Gloria, his mom? What is she feeling? Mm. I feel like this. Hey, I'm a fan. And it's like, it was a great moment to be a part of. I'm glad I got an opportunity to witness. I don't know if I'll ever be in attendance for something as momentous. Obviously, I would. If Alexander Ovechkin breaks Gretzky record, I'm not going to be at attendance for that. The home run record, Skip, we, we ain't got to worry about that. Ain't nobody, gonna, ain't nobody even close to that. So I don't know if I'll ever be in attendance for a, a, in a sporting event with something so magical, something so, so history-making. So to say that I was there and to feel that, I can just imagine what it was like when Kobe's final game, I could, well, I guess the last day, I mean, uh, the um, – Jordan, the final shot, mm -hmm. even though they probably didn't know that was Jordan's final shot. But to know that LeBron James became the all-time leader and, and, and points in NBA history, and I was in attendance, that's a moment I'll never forget. Mm. Okay. I concluded yesterday's show. Heck, I began yesterday's show telling you tonight is the night. Right. He's going to do it tonight because – this game against this opponent in that arena was on a, not silver platter, a gold platter, as in purple and gold platter. It was tailor-made for him, huh? It was so tailor-made. You Oklahoma City, points, too. Huh? You said 37, he got 38. He got 38. <laughs> Oklahoma City is, is fun to watch on offense, but they don't play a whole lot of defense. They're ranked 24. They came in ranked 24th in points allowed, and they had just given up 141 at Golden State, and they were playing back to back. Right. And they love to play fast. They're eighth in pace. Oh yeah. So they're just saying, "Here, go." And remember, their biggest starter, their their center is Jalen Williams, J A Y L I N Williams. Mm -hmm. They got two Jalen Williams in the starting lineup. Heck, they, they got, got three. three Williams in the starting lineup, but two Jalens. Yeah, But Jalen Williams is 6'9". He goes about 240, but he's not LeBron's 260. Right. So my point to you is LeBron was bigger than any Thunder starter. And I knew he could take advantage when he so deemed he could play bully ball right. with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He could put his head down and drive it because he is the greatest driver of the basketball I've ever seen. And he was pretty much from the day he first stepped on the court in Sacramento as an 18-year-old, and here he is now still the best driver of the basketball mm -hmm. in basketball, and he was off to the literal races last night, and you could tell from dribble number one, man on mission. He just had the body language of, I'm going to do this. He was mic'd for TNT, and then at halftime, he's talking to his sons down on the baseline, not far, I think, right. from where you were sitting. They were on the other end. Yeah, the, the other side yeah. from you, that's right. But, but the point was, He's saying, should, should I go ahead? Should I go ahead? And I think they knew he was mic'd, and they're not sure if they're supposed to speak or not. But they didn't give him a lot of encouragement. He said, okay, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Well, yeah, yeah, this is it. Listen, 
if you can get Denzel to come out with his wife, yes. who, by the way, wore a mask. Thank you yes. very much for doing that. Well, Skip, yeah. he's Denzel, yeah. he said that's the most people he's been around in three years. I believe he says it. when you're on a movie set, you I, can't I go and come. I, I, you're I there. got it. I got so it. So he was, he no, was excited to be in the building. This is how big this was. Yes. Denzel and his wife were courtside. Mm-hmm. And Jay-Z was courtside. All I need to know is those two. I, I'll give you LL and all the rest. They're yeah. all great. They're all great. But if you give me that and that, those two, yeah. now it is official. It is a night of nights. Yes. It is a moment of moments. Right. Johnny, Johnny Mac was out. Johnny Mac was there. But again, Denzel yep. and Jay-Z, boom. And he was not going to disappoint. He didn't. And he actually had something of a hot hand from three. He has not shot the three ball well this year. Right. But he did make four. Incredibly, Russ made four, too. I I don't know where that came from. And yet, quick aside, it was was just fascinating to watch. Anthony Davis clearly was happy to take a back seat, almost to a fault, because that's one reason they did not win the game, that AD just wanted to watch LeBron break the record, right? right? AD approached it like an all-star game. He he did. You know your all-star game with your whole child where you – he just he just watched. Yeah. He was in awe. He he just and and Thunder were beating him to loose balls. Yeah. And I'm come on, you got to play some. Right on on the telecast, Stan Van Gundy was all over him. Come AD, you got to come to the party. Well, if he had come to the party, maybe you would have won the party, mm-hmm. but you didn't win the party. But the point was, Russell Westbrook, who flies in his own universe. He, he, he almost seemed oblivious to the fact that it was supposed to be LeBron's night because he was doing everything in his power to either undercut or or overcome it. You know, like he was trying to, to one-up it. He yeah. was trying to upstage it, actually, J- just out of his mind, passes and shots. Yeah. But, but the point was, it just felt meant to be. And the amazing part to me was, he did it in three quarters. Yes. He didn't do it in four quarters. I thought maybe he'd go to a walk-off yeah. shot. Skip, I, but I, I watched it when he go to the sideline, and he started taking As soon as he came out of the game, he took his shoe off mm-hmm. and started well, rolling it. that was it. late. That, that no, was he late. did it in the first quarter. When he okay. first came, okay. he first but, came but out. But at the end, he took himself completely yeah. out of the game yeah. when they had a kind of a long shot uh, yeah. chance yes. of getting back But he the started coming. As soon as he came out, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if I've ever seen LeBron take his shoes off. He well, took something his with his right foot is yeah. bothering him. Yes, okay. yes. I, I don't know what – but he's been listed right. with a foot something. Because right? he only played 34 minutes last night. Okay. So we get all the way down to 10 seconds left in the third quarter, and they have two possessions. So TNT did a great job last night, but they had showed him warming up, attempting, practicing hook shots. Yes. Okay, he was trying to to skyhook it, and they showed one. I don't know if we have it, but he made this one. I think he made it from the three-point line. Isn't it untouched by another basketball? I think it just goes in, right? I don't know if it got some help from the other ball. I don't think it did. But, but he, they, they were practicing a lot of those. Okay. So Everybody was. So it's a. <laughs> he, he shot a three point hook hook, sky hook. Yeah. Again, it's hard to shoot it like Kareem did right. because he's 7 2 and just got it up so right. high. But the point was I'm thinking, is he going to throw the sky hook? Okay. So if we could see the possession right before the record breaking possession, it looked to me like he was trying to find a way Wait, to, 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 the hook to, to shoot the hook shot. Okay, here he is over there. He's on Kenrich Williams, and, and Kenrich is a pretty good defender. He's 6'6", and he's trying to – I think he was you, trying to work. Put the base like you throw the hook, yeah. Can, can I do this? Can I do this? But it's awkward, and he was kind of on the wrong baseline because yeah. he's right-handed, although right. you can try it. You, you want to talk about high degree of difficulty yes. to break the record <laughs> on that shot? Right. And then I worried – I tweeted before the game. 
What if he tries one and misses it? Would he then say, I'm going to try it again and again? Right. You, you, I could give you 10 of those, and if you made one, I'd be highly impressed. The one, uh, the one thing nobody hit on that he was going to go back to the headband. Okay. I mean, we was trying to All figure right. out. Okay, but to... let me finish. Go ahead, okay, go ahead. So, so, so the point was he, thought... he tries to do the hook, and he finally just gives up on but it. But, Skip, under warm-ups, he was practicing the hook a lot. Yeah, okay. But a lot All of right. those guys would practice. And I, maybe, maybe it was, a, you know, Skip, you know how they throw the pass like they play in football. But a lot of the guys was practicing okay. the hook shot. Okay. All right, maybe they're just paying homage because Kareem is in the house. Yes, sitting, he was. He was. Maybe right watching yes. them yes. warm up. he was. Okay, so then the next possession, which becomes the, the possession, possession, yeah. We had gone back and forth. Is he going to try to tomahawk dunk it? What's he going to do? And he goes to the fadeaway, and, and he did say after the game, this is also my signature shot yeah. as well. It's, it's a 14 footer. It's just inside the, the free throw, free throw line. line. Okay. And he just went up with conviction. There, there was no doubt about it when it left right. his hand. I just thought because yes. he held the pose. Yes. Okay. To me, that's an MJ shot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to me, it's, it's partly paying homage mm-hmm. to Michael Jordan, but it's also saying anything you can do, I right. can do better. Right. Because obviously the GOAT case always comes right. down to Them Jordan two. versus LeBron. Right. So the more I started to think about it after the game, I thought maybe maybe he did. It, it, it looked like on, on this possession he was just playing basketball, like right. he didn't have a plan. He just right. shot whatever came. It's not like he worked to, to get free for right. that shot. Yes. It just happened in the flow of the game. Mm-hmm. But I think it worked, and I think he loved it because it's, it's Jordan's mid to late career shot that right. he, as he got older, mm-hmm. he had to resort more and more to that little fadeaway right. but from about that length right, right in there, mm-hmm. sometimes 8, 10, 12, 14 right. feet. And I think he got a kick out of the fact I, I out MJ to MJ. With well, that I shot. think the thing is, Skip, he said he didn't matter as long as it wasn't a free throw. Well, that's <laughs> what he said, and it, it wasn't a free throw. It, it, it wasn't a free throw. Okay. And I don't think – I didn't think, and this is why I didn't think he was going to drive the ball, because he didn't want to run the risk of it being he's a point yeah. or two points down. Okay. I drive the ball, I get fouled, and guess what? Guess Let what? Let me go to my patented okay. shot. Okay. And, and to your original point, I did love the headband. It I was did a too. cool throwback yeah. look to yeah. young LeBron. Yeah, this started. is how I started. Yep. I started with this. Yeah. I'm going to end this this pursuit right. of Kareem with this headband right. on. And he looked good. Yes. It looked, I, I wonder if he'll continue to wear it. I, I don't think he will, Skip, because you remember, like, I remember when he took the headband off for the first time when he once he got to the Lakers. Yeah. And then it's like, damn, Bron, you look different. Now he put the headband on. I'm like, Bron, what you doing? He looked he, – it doesn't look like he wore a headband for 13, 14 years. It looked like, bro, why are you wearing a headband? But, come to, but if you go back and look, he wore his whole Cleveland, Miami, he did. back to Cleveland. Sometimes in the finals against the Spurs in those back-to-back yeah. years, he, he got would, knocked go, off. He he would got, go back and forth. Yes. And then he'd put it on and he'd get hot and then he'd get go cold. Right. He'd take it off and right. he'd get hot. And, mm-hmm. and it was almost like a good luck charm right. whether he had the, had the headband on or not. Okay, this all led to stopping the game for 10 great minutes. Right. And I thought it was perfect. I don't know how it felt at courtside, but the length of it was just fine. Yeah. I don't think the yeah. Thunder it, had any problem no, with it. No, it. It, 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 didn't, it didn't seem that long. It was that no. long. Okay. I, it didn't it seem was that. about 10 clock, 10 okay. real minutes. Okay. But they, the beats of it were perfect. All the right people said all the right things. LeBron was great. Yes. Great hug. Kareem hasn't always said the nicest things about LeBron, but he was on his best behavior yeah. last night, so I appreciated that. And LeBron was great in honoring, honoring him. him. Yes, yeah. yes. And then in the end, 
LeBron, he's got his daughter, his sons, and everybody, and every Savannah's there. It, it was a it was a yeah. very sweet, perfectly executed moment to me. And then he gives his speech, which was great, and I think it was just right at, right from his heart, right yeah. off the top of his yes. head. And then he gets stuck at the end, and he doesn't know how to finish it, and he and he f bombs, <laughs> and I'm like, what? But but he was so overcome, um, yes. he was overwhelmed right. by the emotion of the moment, and and it's like I don't know how to get out of right. this. So f right. man, thank it, you. Skip, it's not like a situation. Um, Kobe did what he did uh, in game, and then they take time, and then they bring yep. him out on the court. That's in the moment. You ain't got time. You can't remember what you had. Man, this is what I want to say. You get to going up and down the court, Skip. You get yeah. the heat of the moment. Yeah. And all of a sudden, okay, here's your moment. Like, damn, I know I want to say, let me thank this person. The only thing you can remember, I want to thank my mom. I want to thank my beautiful wife, my kids, yeah. the Laker, yeah. Laker Nation. Thank you for supporting me. Like, damn, I, I, there's somebody else. There's something else I wanted to mm. F it. Well, <laughs> thank I, you. I, I got it. I I didn't love the conclusion. I wish we could have done without that because it was such a good speech right. from the heart. But then, as I tweeted, you think about it. I, I just think he was—he didn't know where to go with it. Yeah. Like I give up. Right. I, I don't. This moment is bigger than you. My brain is at this point. You got. You like you said. You had ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. How much time had they exhausted? You know, getting to the point. The commissioner spoke, and then Kareem. You know, Kareem, and you acknowledging people, and then he's like. Try to put this in a nice boat. Yep. Well, he did, and and then that was it. So that led to the fourth quarter, and it was going to go one of two ways for LeBron James. He was either going to be re-energized by the moment, or he was going to be completely drained, spent, shot by the moment. And I thought he was completely out of emotional gas by the time the fourth quarter right. started. Because they needed him to do something, and he just wasn't capable of much in the fourth quarter. He only skip. He only took, took two he only, shots, two shots. Right? and made one. Yep. And then his foot, I guess, was bothering him in yeah. the end, and he goes over. He he pulled himself out. Yes. Again, they were down thirteen with a couple of minutes left. Right. So it it was a little the the final score of three points is a little misleading because. Russ just went crazy down the stretch making wild driving shots. Yes. And it got them back in the game. Schroeder actually had a three that could have really made it interesting, yeah. and he left it short. Yes. But, you know, LeBron would have had to have been superhuman to get it actually home. Right. And then he pulls himself out, and that was the end of that because he's got his his foot is bothering him. Yes. But, Skip, when you – I mean, we talked about that. I said, Skip, yeah, they got blown out. But this is a young team now. They're going to get up and down on you. And you look at the pace of the game. I remember looking up, and the guy was sitting next to me. Yep. I said, they're on an 80-point half. They're on an 80-point pace for a half. They're on a pace for 150 points in the game. Now, luckily, they slowed down because, Skip, they went and got 36 to first quarter and 40, 40 to second. Yep. You, you, bro, I mean, getting up, you got to make a stop. And then late in the ball game, I mean, the third quarter, they're going back and forth, back and forth. And the Thunder couldn't miss for Skip. You remember Mike Muscala was at the Lakers. He couldn't buy a three. Couldn't buy one. I he agree. couldn't miss last night. No. Nobody could miss a three. I'm like, what is this? It, when did y'all turn into the Warriors? Bombing threes left and right. That's not who y'all are. No. It was last night. They're a middle of the pack. Yes. Shooting I couldn't tell last night. No, I know. <laughs> I, I think they relished the moment. I, I think they really had a good time knowing they could Spoiled the party. Oh, but they didn't, they didn't want LeBron. Skip, they came out. They were zoning. They was trapping him. Yeah. They wanted to get that. They didn't want him to break that record no, now. they did not. And, and yet, I'll always remember that he's being guarded by Kenrich Williams, who I, I have a lot of respect for because he's bounced around some. But, but he stayed all four years in college and was undrafted. Yes. 
and has made his way. He's the opposite of LeBron. He's, he's like as far from LeBron as you can get. He's one of those guys who had to make his way in the league yes. as they, they call him Kenny Hustle because that's yes. what he does. Yes. He hustles yes. and he, he plays he defense, yep. and he'll he make a shot here yeah. or there. But his primary responsibility last night was to try to hold down LeBron, yeah. and he did the best he could, but he will always – he, he will go down in NBA history as part of that shot because yeah. he was the one who he, got he, he, victimized. It's not posterized, but he was victimized. Oh, no, no, he, he got chronicled. Yeah, yeah, that's him right there. That's him. No, that, <laughs> so, that's him. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, look at TB. TB like, hey, let me get that, bro. He got a perfect block. Now he got Shea Gill just on his back. On he the does. Rim. Yeah, he's got a dunk right there, right? He's going to take it out the net. What are you going to do? Yeah. But, I mean, look, I, would, I, mean, I was disappointed. I seem like I think I might have been the only one that was disappointed that he win. Because everybody else like, but he broke the record. I'm like, but you know, the objective was to try to win the game in the process. It, it would have made it yes, sweeter. Yeah. It, it, it would have been the put the ball on it. You got to put the ball on it. it. Yep. That, and that's that's it. But Skip, like I said, I, I went to the building yep. and I was the only one that didn't think that he that everybody else thought he was going to get it. Not one flash. I guess look where we are now, Skip. No flashes. Everybody got the camera phone just videoing. No flashes. Once upon a time, <laughs> it would have been blinding. Yes. Yep. Because you look at the, you look at 98, Skip. All you see is flashes, flashes. going off against Jordan. I got it. on that final shot. Yeah, but it was it was it was an unbelievable atmosphere. Well, I'm glad you were there. Yeah. One of those moments everybody will remember where they were when LeBron hit that shot and set that record. I remember Guys, where I was when I called have him so... to go. Mm. You remember where I was oh. when I said he was the goat? That was on December 29th of 1984. <laughs> <right>? Whatever. <Yeah. laughs>
You're doing so many cool things on and off the field. You were the founder of a new engagement app called, uh, help me with this, Experience. Experience. Yes, exactly. And this is custom-tailored uh, experiences that allow fans to interact with their favorite athletes and celebrities. Experience available on iPhone and Android at experience.net. Very cool. Skip, I know you have some questions you wanted to jump right I, in. I don't have a question. I have a declaration for ah, this man. I, yeah, okay. I want you to know that I'm already picking your team to win next year's AFC and be in this, this bowl. Yes, I did. Because you now have my ex-coordinator, Kellen Moore, who should still be my Cowboy coordinator, but got dumped in favor of Mike McCarthy calling plays, which is going to be a disaster. But that's just me. You, you got a guy who put Dak Prescott again and again and again into positions to win a lot of football games that, unfortunately, Dak wasn't able to close those deals. But the point is, congratulations. I don't know if you've had a brief ch chat with Kellen Moore yeah. or had a chance yeah. to meet him. Uh, he, he will help change your life. I don't think you're going to blow a 27 to nothing lead in a playoff game next year with some help yeah, hope from not. above. <laughs> Never happens again ever, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, we uh, had a brief conversation a few days after he got hired. Um, you know, obviously saw what he did with, with Dallas. And so, yeah, we're excited to have him over and excited for the opportunity. He is really good at what he does, and he will put you in even better positions to do what you do so well. Absolutely. To piggyback off what Skip said, you had that you get off to the great start in Jacksonville. It's your first playoff game in a while, and you guys are playing so well on the road. You get up 27-0. What's going through your mind when you're up 27-0, and as you feel the momentum start to shift, did yeah. you think you could get it back? Right, right. We're up 27-0. We're up there like, whoa, we're smacking these dudes, ah, man. Yeah, like, let's go. go. Like, let's go. Let's, let's about to be a wrap. Right. You know? Um, and, you know, we're going into, going into halftime, right, coming out of it. They got a touchdown there before the half, right, 7-27. to 27. We're, we're good. We're going to come out. we get the ball. Let's come out with some energy, right? We came out energetic. Um, and then we had a couple bad plays, and it started. That was the first dominoes, right, falling over, right? And it was like, okay, like, we still got some ground. We still got some time that we can hold on to. And for whatever reason, the dominoes just kept falling and getting bigger and bigger. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't hold them. We're like, guy, we're looking around, like, like what's going on? Coming together, like, hey, like we got to, we got to step it up. You know how it is to get on the sideline. Um, and so, for whatever reason, we weren't able to get that done, and it was just the whole landslide the other way um, the second half. And yeah, something I've never been a part of, and uh, hopefully, Nick, never, uh, never ever again. <laughs> I'm looking at your stats: 13 touchdowns, tied for second amongst running backs, 915 yards, uh, 17. Almost four and a half yards per carry. Do you feel <clears throat> you can be a bell cow running back even with your size? Because you see a lot of teams, unless you got a Derrick Henry, they rely on multiple running backs. Do you feel you can be a bell cow running back with your size? So for me, I mean, it's been a it's been a climb, right? Where you know I came from this small school, right? right. You know, I had everything to prove, still kind of do to myself, right? Where it's like, let's see how far I can go. I don't know how far I can go. I wasn't, I wasn't even supposed to be here compared right. to the odds, right? I wasn't undrafted, all that. And so for me, it's like, how, let's continue to prove myself. Let's continue to build on my role. And I feel like I've been doing that. And at this point, you know, I, I think I have 311 touches last year, right? So I feel like I was in that type of bell cow running right. back role. Um, it wasn't always handing me the ball, right? right? But I'm, I'm, they're throwing it to me, right? I had 107 catches, which was crazy. Never, right. you know, pictured that happening. And so, yeah, I absolutely feel like I'm in a spot where I, could, I can carry that, that load. Can I, let me ask you one more thing. Yes, sir. I'm looking at your guys, you, yourself, and Keenan Allen, and Mike William, <clears throat> Gerald Everett, your quarterback. Bruh, how, why, why the up and down play offensively? 
you tell me, you tell me why you, you find that, and then, then guess what? We'll, we'll be playing in that game, you know. And so that's that's the chemistry. That's why we, we probably got rid of Joe, and then we bring in Kellen, right? Yeah, right? We're trying to find that chemistry that right. helps, right? It's not that Joe was a bad coordinator; it's like it, just the mesh wasn't there, right? right. And so we had too too much up and down, too much inconsistency, which in this league, right, is going to get you beat, um, as we as we saw. And so really, we're trying to find what meshes with us, right? As far as our style of offense, who we have, and yeah, you know, there's the switch up, you know, expectations sometimes are missed, right? People are playing better, playing worse, and so it's the shuffle. It's the shuffle every single year, but we got to find something that's consistent for us because we know who we have in our, our division. So every time I turn on a Charger game, you just pop off my screen because I don't see any human running with the football who runs any harder with the football or run after catch than you do. So as you point out, undrafted, uh, you grew up in Colorado, right? You went to Western Colorado. Correct. Did, did you watch him play when he was uh, at Denver Broncos? I didn't, I didn't watch the NFL until like my junior college. Really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you, you come from like literally nowhere. Yes. And nobody gives you much of a shot. And all of a sudden, you turn yourself into one of the best backs in football by, by simply playing harder than anybody else plays. That's how I see it. W what burns inside to make you do that? I, it, again, Shannon was a seventh-round pick, but this is, this is even off the charts right. coming from nowhere right. like you did. And what I love is the same thing that burns inside me today is the same thing that was back when I was a rookie, when I had everything to prove. I was yeah. sixth string coming in undrafted, right? I was the only rookie that year. And for me, it was like this is an opportunity not only to, to set myself up, but to change my lifestyle for my family, for my Absolutely. future, for everything. And the direction that I was going wasn't necessarily that. It was going to be the longer route as far as where I was going with my education. And so I was like, this is something that is once in a lifetime. And I'm going to treat it like that. And so what I did, I dropped out of my last school, uh, last semester of college, and I'm like, I'm going all in. I'm putting everything into this, everything. I, I went to train. I, I just went and focused solely on football, got to camp, solely focused on just making the team, making an impact in any type of way I could, which for me was scout team, special teams at the time. There's not many, you know, six, six strings getting, <laughs> getting reps out there, you know, so you know how it is, right. right? And so it was, for me, it was on special teams. And then, you know, that same mentality has stuck with me the entire way, just trying to build and trying to actually just make some type of impact in my role that I have. And I've been able to build it up to what you see today, and it still burns within me. Every single year I have the rookies come in, I'm like, try to take my spot. Like, you, you need to try to take my spot because you, you're not going to get my spot. Like, you're not going to try harder than me because I'm going to be out here because I, I know where I've come from and I know what I've had to do to get to here, right? And so I need, I need them to have that fire too Absolutely. because it helps me push me. Um, it, and then it's just that, that, eco, that ecosystem that keeps, keeps you turning, keeps you burning and just still inside of me. So when the leather touches your hands, what clicks inside you to make you run harder than other people run? Because it's it's not human to run as hard as you do because it's it's gonna hurt occasionally, right? And for me, this even goes back to when I was in special teams, my rookie year, was my favorite stat actually. I led the NFL on tackles on punt my rookie wow. year because I was running like my life depended on it. Like right. Austin, you have to go make this tackle. Your job was dependent like, on you it. You have to go. Like <laughs> it was my job, right? It was my job, but yeah. I made it more serious to me. Yeah. It was like, I'm, let me elevate that and right. actually like tap into like my my like instincts of like survival mm -hmm. right and so when you tap into that you, you right you get that superhuman strength where it's like you got to get this done um and so tapping into that and it's like give me the ball and the, i got to make something happen like everyone depends on me right it's not just me it's the organization it's the fans the fantasy the fans in the stands right my family all of that is depending on me doing something with this ball yeah. and yet go ahead and one last thing so many players i've covered for 40 50 years 
I, I've routinely heard the harder I play, the healthier I stay. Mm. And it's, it's a weird, it's sort of counterintuitive, but, but it's true. Right. If you don't think about I'm going to get hurt, if you don't try to protect, if you just go all in, all out, Sometimes that's the safer way to play football. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's you got to fight force with force, right? Yeah. And when you do that, you you tend to neutralize things. You tend to protect yourself, right? You're reactive. You're on your you're on high alert, right? Especially for me, right? I, I call myself built with leverage, right? I'm only five eight, um, and so for me, like it's. For running back, right, we got to protect our, our lower extremities, right? And so it's for me, I can protect my lower body, right? And I'm running hard and right, I have good contact balance. So people nowadays have been learning they got to wrap me up, right? But before, like early in my career, people were just trying to bounce off me, right? And it's like, nah, 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 like, like I can squat the gym. You know, like I can do it all, right? Um, and so for me, yeah, playing with that high instinct, playing with force, right? you got to be the hammer, right? And I mean, as a running back, that's, yep. that's exactly how we're trained. When I, I look at your team, I, early on this year when it made my prediction, early on I thought you guys could win the Super Bowl. I had you guys going to the Super Bowl. How much did injuries play a part in derailing your se season? You look at Keenan Allen, Mr. Big Fortune, Mike Williams, Bosa, J.C. Jackson, your prize free agent, uh, Rashawn Slater, your all-world left tackle, he missed a lot of time. How much did injuries play a part <clears throat> in you not fulfilling what you thought you guys could be? Man, because yeah, injuries early on in our career or in our, in our season were, were definitely a factor. But we, we were able to stay around where we got healthy at the end. Mm -hmm. So um, if anything, maybe it helped with our or maybe it was a, a detriment to our to our chemistry, to our consistency early on where like I had 100 catches. It's like that's not great. Right. <laughs> like, I want Herbert throwing the ball down the, the field, field, not, you know, checking Keen it down the mic. 107 times, right. you know. And so it's like when things like that now, we're, you know, we've been doing that so much where it's like, we're not we're missing those opportunities for Herbert to get in a, in a rhythm throwing these spots. Right. Um, and so I think that could have that could have hurt us. But we still have the talent. We still have the talent to actually get it done and make it right. run in the playoffs. Um, but it was it was the inconsistency. So I would say that's probably where it hurt the most as far as just being able to play a full season together with all of our guys. So your quarterback obviously is as gifted as any playing this game. How can he get better next year? Ooh. So for me, um, with Justin, it's been, he's a young player. I, came, I went from just, or from uh, Philip Rivers, right? Yeah. He'd been playing for 17 years. It was out there, it was like, this is his show. Like, he's telling receiver, hey, you got this. Hey, we're checking to this. These are the signals we're doing, right? Just runs the entire show. To a rookie that comes in, it's like, okay, well, he's got to learn all this stuff, right? He's got to learn how that, hey, hey, we're all looking at him for the calls and yeah. things like that. So he's got to grow into that type of role. Um, and so he's been growing. Like, I've been seeing him take, start to take control, start to get more comfortability and actually leading the offense as far as vocally, as far as taking control out, out of practice. And so, really, this is going into, I think, year four for him. And so that's where I think he needs to grow the most as far as just, hey, we're looking to you. Like, you got to run us out here. Like, because, yeah, you, you, might, we, you might be younger than us, which he is, but it's like you're still the one hiking the ball, calling the plays <coughs> in the right spot. And so that's where I think he is growing, but that's what takes time and experience to really get to that yeah, level. Because, seriously, when you're up 27 to nothing at Jacksonville, just because of the position he plays, he has to say, I got you. I got this. I'm, I'm going to make the plays that will make this finish with us in charge because you can only do so much. Mike Williams can do only so much. Keenan can only do so much. That young quarterback has to say, I got this. And, and he wasn't quite ready to have it for four quarters. And so, hey, that's, yeah. you know, that's what experience does for you. Yeah. You know, it teaches you about yourself, right? And so then you got to grow from that. So I know he's yeah. looking forward to doing that, and we yeah. are with him. Hey, to conclude, I just want to say I appreciate what you stand for and the way you play football. I, I do. that. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. training no rest for the weary that's why he's a pro bowler skip i know you've been looking especially forward to this one well i'm not sure about that <laughs> this man this man has torn my heart out again and again and again because this man grew up in el paso texas a big dallas cowboy fan yes, and yet every time he plays my dallas cowboys our dallas cowboys He's the biggest cowboy killer there ever was. Because I'm looking at three games here. I looked them up this morning. 2017 was your first game. It was at Dallas. You win 35-31 because you went 19 carries for 125 yards. And then here you came again back in 2019. I look up and you guys are up 31 to 3 because you went 19 for 107 yards, but you caught seven balls for 75 more yards. And then this year at Lambeau on the frozen tundra. It wasn't frozen in that day, but you set it on fire because you went 24 carries for 138 yards. When I thought we could stop the run, they said, we're going to play Micah at linebacker. Remember that? We'll play Micah at linebacker all day. Instead, only seven times did he put his hand in the proverbial dirt, and you still ran wild on Micah Parsons. What, what, what possesses you when you play our Dallas Cowboys? Uh, you know, that was my, like you said, that was my childhood team yep. growing up and being from El Paso, you know, I got to have a little bragging rights going back home. Everybody's Cowboy fans, though, so I definitely don't want to hear that, uh, spending the offseason there. And then, uh, you know, I, I, got, I got some, I grew up watching the Cowboys, so I, I've seen Randy Moss kill them. Every time. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got a, I got a little recipe for it. Yeah, no, you, you did. So, were you upset they didn't draft you? You went in the fifth round. They passed you, you know, time, well, maybe four times. I, I was. Uh, 
during the draft, during the draft process, uh, Scott Linehan at yep. the time was the OC. He came yep. out and worked me out and was like, hey, we're thinking about taking a back uh, here in the third or the fourth round. And then uh, wow. they drafted Ryan Switzer in the third. And I was like, yeah, they're not drafting me. Um, so, I mean, it would have definitely been a dream come true, the childhood team. But uh, I ended up right where out, I was supposed to be. Right? You take it out on them <laughs> yes, again sir. and again and again. Take it away. This year obviously didn't go the way you expected. The last couple of years, you had home field. You're losing the uh, championship game to Tampa. You had number one seed last year. You lose to the 49ers. And then win or take all game. You win this game against Detroit. You make the playoffs. Why haven't you had the success when it mattered the most? Why haven't it parlayed itself? Because you have great regular seasons, with this, this year notwithstanding. But for whatever reason, that final game, you guys can't put it together. In those final games, uh, you know, mistakes are critical. Uh, I, I feel like the team that makes the less mistakes uh, is going to come out with the victory. And, uh, you know, we, you got to play complementary football in those situations as well. And um, one of the times we did, and whatever it may be, you know, just not playing up to our standard, our best ball that we know we're capable of. And, you know, it, it, that definitely hurts because you play so well all season right. to get to that game and then you don't play your best ball. Right. And you know what's there's a lot being said. Your quarterback, is he coming? Is he going? It seems like this is a reoccurring theme with you guys. Seems like year after year, is Aaron <laughs> going to come back or is he going to leave? What's your best guess estimate of what's going on? What's going to happen with Aaron? Uh, I think he'll be back. I mean, he you got 50 million reasons to come back. 50 million. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, that's tough to turn down, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I think he wants to go out on his own, like. If he's retiring, I think he wants to go out on his own. Right. So I definitely see him coming back and playing, and I hope he definitely is in Green Bay. He's a great leader for us, and, you know, a guy like that, he brings a lot of people along. So, so I got to know, have you tried ayahuasca? <laughs> no, I have not. No? No, I have well, not. Well, it seemed to work for Aaron because I think he's won back-to-back MVPs off it. So have, have you tried some sort of darkness therapy or whatever it is? You know, I, <laughs> no, sir, I haven't. Okay. Uh, I pray. Oh, that's fine. No, God, that's, 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 that's my, that's my, that's my life. So I, I've often said that, that you're the more valuable Aaron in Green Bay because you're more dependable and trustable for the most part, but seriously, does Aaron ever get on your nerves at all? Ever? No, never. No. Uh, really, thank you. I, I, I owe Aaron a huge thank you because uh, if it wasn't for him, I don't know how my uh, career would have turned out. Uh, my, like my first two years, I wasn't, well, my, I wasn't really playing. I played here, I started and then wouldn't play. And uh, A-Rod was, he literally stopped the game, turned to the sideline, called timeout, tell Mike McCarthy, I want 33 in the game. I want yeah. 33. And uh, he, he is your biggest fan. And, and so be. that, you know, coming in, when he first told me that I'm your biggest fan, like I was, a, I hadn't played a snap on offense. So that did so much for my confidence, hearing that from a future Hall of Famer. And I'm like, man, you believe in me this much. And then uh, when I did get the opportunity, I did what I could with it, did the most and uh, made him look, made him look right, you know, made mm-hmm. him look good. And um, you just, you keep, you keep digging at it. You keep working and he sees that and. You know, he puts his arm around you. He, he loves on guys like that who, who want to get better, who want to be great. So what's it been like playing with him? Because, as Shannon said, he is a transcendent thrower of the football, off-platform, on-platform, sideways. He, he, he creates angles that we've never seen before. So, so what, what's that like, being in that force field with him? Uh, it's fun, honestly. He makes it easy for you. Uh, he's, he's thrown some balls and – Somehow I caught him. Like I just literally turn and put my hands like this, and it, it like literally drops in. And people, are like, oh, great catch! And I'm, 
Yeah, yeah, great catch. <laughs> Even better ball. <laughs> Even better ball. All I had to do was put my hands up, hit me right in between the, the 33 or so. Um, he, and he, he helps you, you know. Like, I, I remember coming in, pass protection. He's like, hey, the bliss is coming from over here. I'm like, how do you know that? Like, they haven't even started rotating or anything like that. And so uh, he, slow, he helped slow the game down for me when I was uh, first coming in. And now it's slowed down for me. And I, I see the same things that he's seeing. And just getting with him, uh, he coaches me up. He, he tells me what he's seeing, different things like that. So, um, he, like I said, he's a true leader. And uh, he's, he definitely had a huge impact on my development. I know the season didn't go the way you expected the last couple of years, but do you have the pieces? Is everything that you need in Green Bay for you to get to and be in a game of this magnitude? I definitely think so. Uh, I mean, we, we started off slow this year, and then we picked it up, and uh, like you said, we got to that last game where we had to win and we didn't, but I think in that little run, we showed, hey, we, we, got, we got the pieces we need, and okay. I think we, we woke some people up across the league, and um, like, we played Philly. We lost by a touchdown. So we were never really getting blown out in any of these games. We right. were just in every game. But uh, it comes down to execution and right. those little things. And we, we picked it up at the end, but you got to start faster. And that's what you guys normally do when you have a transcendent throw. You have a historically great quarterback. It's always those plays that he normally makes in the end that normally wins you the game. And these were the games that you guys normally win that you started losing this year. How disappointing was that? Because you're like, damn, we're just so close. Uh, it's very disappointing, you know, like the, like you said, the past three years, uh, I, I say it, it wasn't a huge difference. The, the difference was we, we'd be in one-score games, uh, and we would just come out on the other side of it. And that's, that's how good the league is, you know. It's going to be close games. Most, most games come down to the last possession, and right. it's execution. Right. And uh, like I said, we, we, we just didn't execute in crunch time, and uh, I think we'll be better for it. Uh, it's those small things, and you learn from them. So just by coincidence... You followed out here, Austin Eckler. And it hit me last night. You two remind me a lot of each other because you're, you're coming out of the same mold. You're a little undersized. You're a fifth rounder. He's undrafted. But there's something that burns inside of both of you that lifted you up in the league. Again, Shannon was a seventh-round pick. He did have a big brother who played at a very high level. But, but there's something that, that, that is driving you to come from UTEP from quote unquote nowhere, fifth round pick, which which some people would say that's for, for you that that was pretty good to even be a fifth round pick. So so what 100%. what has motivated you? Do, do you watch Austin? Do you watch how how hard he runs? Oh yes, sir, I definitely yeah. do, and I'm a yeah. huge fan of him. He's yeah. uh, he's been nothing but great since he's came into the yeah. league, and uh, like you said, a guy similar to my stature. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we we're very similar. He catches the ball out of the backfield as well. Uh, I think his route tree is a little bit bigger than mine, but uh, I'm working on expanding it. But a uh, huge fan of him, and uh, we, you know, it, you don't see a lot of backs our size in the game. You so when you see a guy your size or, and having success, you just you continue to root for him. Yeah. Today, let me ask you this, Skip. Let me ask Jordan Love. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, this conversation here today, Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back. Is Jordan Love ready to step in and take that step and lead the Packers to where they need to be? Yes, sir. Jordan Love is ready. Jordan Love will be that guy. Uh, made a huge jump this year. Uh, we've seen like it. Uh, OTAs, we could see it. And then it just kept snowballing, 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 and uh, picking it up. And uh, you can tell he's, he, he wants to play. He's itching to play. And uh, when, it, when his turn comes, he's going he's to be ready. He's, I, I think he's going to be that guy. What's he got? Describe him to somebody who wouldn't know him. Uh, Jordan, very smart. Uh, 
he's gonna he he, he listens. He wants to he wants to be successful. Um, he's gonna put everybody in the right positions. Uh, he's going if something ain't right here, check check check. Hold on and get get everybody right. Um, and it's it's just been so cool to see his growth, the development, um, him gain that confidence and it showed. And I think even when he went in in Philly, he he played well. Yeah. The games he went in, he played well. And he showed, hey, I, I can I can play at this level and I can do it at a high level. How does his arm strength compare to Aaron's? Oh, he he got he got yeah. some arm strength. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I say it's right up there. I don't know uh, if you could top me yeah. right. He's like one of the best to do it. But uh, it's it's right up there. And um, some of the balls we, we, that we see him in throwing practice, like oh. Yeah, you, you you definitely getting that confidence. You can definitely see you're letting loose and just going out there and playing. And his escapability would be what to you? Uh, he he can he can move. He can, he can move. move. Um, he he's definitely athletic. Uh, you know, people you don't see him run as much, but when when something breaks down or he has to, he can go get it. And uh, I think that's one thing that people kind of sleep on or will sleep on that'll uh, that'll help him in his game. So it sounds like you think you're going to be just fine if that's what happens. Yes, sir. I, I mean, I feel like we'll be just fine. Uh, I got I got a lot of trust in Jordan. Uh, been working with him, you know, OTAs uh, past three years. And uh, so I get another one coming up this year to work with him and uh, just continue to help him grow. And uh, we grow together. Aaron Jordan, Aaron Jordan, does the uncertainty leave the team at all in disarray? Is it a distraction? Uh, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's a distraction. We, we've been dealing with it for three years, you know. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we don't, it's, yeah, he, he, uh, three years. So, I mean, uh, you know, I just kind of sit back and control what I can control, worry about myself, uh, you know, get the off season started and just hit it hard. And, um, hopefully he's, he's back. If he's not, I still control what I can control. Um, and got to lead, we've got to lead a group guys, uh, sorry, got to lead a group of guys out there, um, whether he's there or not. But you're coming back, right? I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> He's already started his off-season training. Oh, He's hitting it hard. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being with oh, us, Aaron. And best of luck with thank everything you. in the off-season. Huge fan of the show. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mr. Sharp, you're very fortunate that my Dallas Cowboys are not playing in this game. But guess what? This crowd is full of Cowboy fans. There's an Eagles fan sitting in the front row right behind you named Chris McGregor. Welcome to the show. And, and he has taken the challenge from yesterday when I called that crowd the all-time greatest we've ever had in a road show. And Chris McGregor says this crowd is going to top yesterday's crowd. I'm just trying to figure out, Cowboy fans, you knew you weren't going to be here. Why did y'all book a ticket in February to come to Arizona? They knew they weren't going to make it. Let's do 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 it
Super Bowl 57 only two days away. The AFC one-seeded Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes facing off against the NFC one-seeded Eagles and Jalen Hurts. For over a week now, the Eagles, they have remained one-and-a-half-point favorites. That line has not moved that, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, last time to make your predictions. Who wins this one? Man, I've been going back and forth with this one, but I'm going I'm to I'm ride with the Chiefs. I think they're going to win a close game. I know, I know everybody thinks the Eagles are going to just run through the Kansas City Chiefs, but I no, think. Well, who says that? Because you've been saying that. <laughs> I was there. So, wait, I said public opinion. I sway No, because I, I don't I think, think I think the thing with you is that you think Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP. I do. You think he's And by the, the way, congrats to your guy, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Way to go. I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I got yeah. it. I, and I think, I think the thing is with that, because you think he played, uh, he should have won the MVP. He's played the best quarterback. You think he's played quarterback better than Patrick Mahomes. And if you look at their team, I think they have a better roster. But I think the top players are the better on Kansas City. But the better team. The thing that concerns me is Kansas City back in because they've given up a lot of passing touchdowns. But the question is, how healthy is Jalen Hurts' arm? Is he 75%? Is he 80%? His shoulder, yeah. The shoulder, yeah. the shoulder. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Skip, they, you look at their records. Six, both are 16-3. and three. Both scored 546 points. That, that's like, <laughs> like ridiculously coincidental. They're, they're exactly the same in points scored. Points scored, record, both had six all pros. Yep. Both teams, neither of them trailed at any point in time during the postseason. Nope. That's the first time to, since 2004 the Patriots and the yep. Eagles again. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to win his second Super Bowl in five years of starting. His third Super Bowl appearance in four years, Skip. I like this team. Patrick Mahomes, the ankle, has forced him to throw the ball from the pocket. But it's also forced him to get the ball out of his head quick so he doesn't take unnecessary hits. And I like what I've seen over the last two postseason games. I think they won a close ball game. Buckner kicks a walk-off, 34-31, Kansas City wins. Higher score. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got the over-under going over. Go over, over, way, way over, 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 over. Okay, I don't hate anything you just said. I don't vehemently disagree with anything you just said. I told you from the start, the first day I saw the point spread on this game, Philly by a point and a half, and it stayed right there for right. two straight weeks. Right. Philly by a point and a half. Right. I said, I don't get it. I would think Mahomes is regarded in, in, in such Star Wars comparison to Jalen Hurts, which is why he ran away with the MVP. I yeah. don't even think the voting was even close because Jalen got hurt. Right. But because you got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, the two best offensive players on the field on Sunday. And because the stable of running backs on Kansas City side is a little better than the stable on Philly side. I don't you care. Think so? Well, with Edward Solari, he's going to play. So right. all of a sudden, I, I'm looking. Pacheco runs his tail off right. every time I see him. And you love McKinnon I do. as I a do. guy who can catch it yeah. and run with it, yes. right? Yes. So I think those three are a little better than the two for the, the Eagles. Okay. And then the best defensive player on the field belongs to your Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, Chris right? Jones, Chris yeah. Jones. So I'm saying, wait a second, that w- that should add up to Kansas City favored by, I don't know, four or five points. Then I look at USA Today today, and they got their six expert picks, and five out of six picked your Kansas City Chiefs. Really? Yes, they did. I'm surprised. And four out of those five picked Mahomes to be MVP, and Jarek McKinnon was the other guy's MVP. Okay. Okay? So, given all that, I, I, I give you all those edges until I get to my quarterback. 
I believe in Jalen Hurts. I have since the start. I, I believe in his character. I believe in his guts. I believe in his heart. I believe in his leadership. I believe in his playmaking. I believe he will make a few more plays than Patrick Mahomes. I, I believe that the biggest reason the Eagles win this game will be Jalen Hurts. And I believe it will also be close and higher scoring, though not quite to your level. Okay. I'm going 30-27 Philadelphia. Right. And okay. by the way, I'm a Cowboy fan. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate them. I hate them. But I love me some Jalen Hurts. And I believe in him on this biggest stage, even though he's never played on this stage. But he was St. Nick's quarterback. Right. And he was at the University of Oklahoma, the team I grew up yeah. loving. So he's played in a whole bunch yeah. of big national championship-type yeah. games. Yes. So I, I don't doubt his ability to rise to this occasion. But in the end, it's got to be Jalen Hurts because – I don't trust the Eagles' defense. I told you that from day one. And what stuck in my craw is my Cowboys scored 40 points on Christmas Eve against this Eagles' defense. And I don't get it because they have played very well in the playoffs, though you can question the competition. I don't know that the Giants were a bunch of world beaters. I think they were upstarts. I, I think they played over their, their helmets a little bit. Yeah. And, and so it didn't shock me that the Eagles just handled them easily. Right. And then we know that Brock Purdy went Got down it. on the first series. Yes. And Brandon Ayuk said the Eagles defense is going to get exposed in this game because we would have exposed them if our quarterback had been healthy for the whole game. Right. All right. So 40 points is 40 points. And I know it was Gardner Minshew and he and handed him four, four early Christmas yep. presents. Yep. But still, to go for 40, it was 40 to 34 Cowboys over Eagles Christmas Eve at Dallas. It's so many points that I say, if you let Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey have the ball, they are going to score points. Right. So the only way to win this game is for Jalen Hurts to win the ultimate game of keep away. And he is highly capable of keeping the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. The score of this game to me is going to be time of possession. That's going to be the real number. And it has to be 35 to 25 Jalen over right. Patrick. 35 minutes to 25 minutes because Jalen will control the football the way he controls the game. Nobody runs the read option better than Jalen Hurts. Right. He's a magician. And right. I don't think he gets enough credit for his ball handling and his savvy and his decision making on the fly. Right. Because he will, like the over-under for his yards rushing is 49.5. Right. Trust me, he's going to go way over that. Well, if I'm going to prop bet something, I'm going to bet that one. Well, I think he's going to need to go he over that to. because I don't think the arm is where it's going to be at. Yeah. Look, Kansas City defense, and Kansas City gets a lot of credit for their rush defense because everybody's throwing the football. Nobody really tries to run. But that's not what the Eagles are. The Eagles are a run-first team that Jalen Hurst can throw the football because yeah. he gets a lot of single coverage because they have to drop the safety down to stop the run. Okay. But the thing that I like the most, Andy Reid having an extra week. We know how good he is in the He's bye week, coming out of the bye week. Like a so maestro. I'm yeah. counting on that. Yep. This time around, with a healthier offensive line, not to get the pressure that Tampa put on them in Tampa two years ago, I just think Mahomes is going to do something that hadn't been done since 99, okay. where the MVP wins the Super Bowl. Tony right. Warner was the last guy to do it. Okay. He has to have the football to pull that off. Yeah. If he has the football, he will pull that off. Because I got to tell you, you, you played tight end at the highest level. You're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I've never seen anything like the connection between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It, it, and we're going to talk more about it in a few minutes here about the why of it. Yeah. But 
they are unguardable and unstoppable. Right. And the, the, uh, speaking of over-under, I'm not a big prop better, but I looked at this. Travis Kelsey's over-under for yards receiving is 79.5. I promise you he's going to go over that because that's who they are. That's what they do. I mean, how many buck 22s did you have in your career, right? <laughs> right? Come on. Well, that's what he's looking at. You're looking at a buck 25-ish. Well, yeah, him. because I think the thing is, Skip, he's going to get a lot of targets. I think, you know. How do they defend him? Are they going to try to uh, use two, a linebacker and a safety? Do they feel comfortable with Gar- uh, uh, Gardner Johnson going one-on-one with him? I don't think that's the, the right yeah. way to match him up. Do you do- slide Darius Slate or Bradbury? You might do that. because are, are, are you- I, I've seen every possible di- – nobody can stop. I see three on him, and they can't stop him. Well, if, if, I, if I'm the Eagles, I'm probably going to take Bradbury, who's probably the more physical of the two yeah, corners. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm probably going to slide him yeah. because I'm not going to trust the safety. I'm not going to trust yeah. the linebacker on Travis Kelsey. I think he's going to probably – what's the over-under on targets? At least 10. Okay, I, I got it. But don't forget – Patrick Mahomes' offensive line this year led the whole league in pass, block, win rate. That means Patrick was protected better than any other quarterback. So I get Hassan Reddick. He took over those games before this one. I'm just not sure he'll be capable against this offensive lineup taking the game over. So however long Patrick has the ball, he's going to do some damage. Well, they need to win pass, pass, uh, block win rate on Sunday. Yeah. That's what's going to be most important. But the question is, Skip, look, they, they're, they're loaded up in line, that defensive line. Yeah, we could talk about Reddick, but you still got Fletcher Cox, you got Hargrove, you got Brandon Graham, who subs in and out, you got Sweat. They have a, they have a six-man rotation that can generate a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes need the ball because they have their offense is a lot different. They're methodical now, Skip. They don't have this, the quick strike capabilities like they had when they had Tyreek. They can hit you with the big play in 10 seconds, and they got a touchdown. They're going to be more methodical. They're more 9, 10, 11 play drive guys now. So they might have the ball. They might need to possess the ball to keep Jalen Hurts off the field okay. so his offense All don't right. get – but you got to keep – Skip, you're going to have to get off the field on third down because when it's third and short, fourth and short, the Eagles are going for it. They have, no, they have no hesitancy. They're going to line up in that formation, put two guys behind Jalen Hurts, and do the old rugby scrum and push him forward for the first down. So you got to get them off the field on third down if you have any chance of winning okay. this ballgame. And I agree. That's why I favor Jalen Hurts because I love him on third down, and they need to go like 9 or 10 out of 15 on third well, down. Well, they go 9 or 10, 9 okay. 10 on third down. They're yeah. going to win this game going and, away. And you know how he does it. He does it read option. He does it keeping. He does it scrambling. He does it flipping to A.J., flipping to Devontae, flipping to Dallas Goddard. He is lethal on third down as a playmaker. My Cowboys, the game at Philadelphia. It's Cooper Rush, my backup quarterback, who played very well after a rocky start. He scored 17 unanswered. All of a sudden, it's 2017 early in the fourth quarter, and Jalen gets the ball back, and it goes third and five, third and four, third and five, and he converts all three of them, and we lose because of Jalen Hurts. That's how I see this game unfolding that it's going to come down to Jay. No, no game I can remember in recent Super Bowls. Maybe I've been to like 40 of them. I, I, I don't remember one boiling down to the two quarterbacks like this. Like, who's going to have the better game? Right. Well, what have we seen with, with Heisman Trophy winners? They win and then they lose their bowl game because the other team's so inspired to, to put them back in their place. The target gets a little bigger and bigger on their back. Right. Well, now the quarterback on the opposing team I think should have been the MVP. Again, remember this. Philly came into this season 
with the 13th best Super Bowl odds. So they were 13th. Kansas City came into the season with the third best Super Bowl odds. So look at degree of difficulty for MVP. Well, well, obviously, it was way harder for Jalen to have the year he had coming from 13th best odds than Patrick from third best odds. Let me tell you why I disagree, because I think the NFC was down this year. You look at the quarterback play in the AFC, you look at the team in the AFC, there's a lot. I mean, come on now. Okay, but but Jalen hadn't done this before. They they went to Brady last year in that one playoff game, and they got blown out. And yet here they came, and they're they're rising, and they're taking another step and another step and another step. And all of a sudden, they are a slight favorite to win the Super Bowl. And I keep saying, why? Well, it's because of Jalen. It's because the odds makers saying Jalen Hurts is legit. That's what they're saying, too. But I think the thing is, Skip, you along with others have started to question, has Patrick Mahomes lost his his leg up on the supremacy at the quarterback position in the AFC. To, to Joe Burrow. To Joe Burrow. Not, not to Jalen yet. Well, right. What about Josh Allen? Okay. What, well, so we saw all we saw Josh Allen dueled him last year. We yeah. saw Joe Burrow okay. had beaten him once in the regular season, goes to his building at the AFC Championship games and beat him again. So the questions have started to swirl. Is Patrick Mahomes still the top dog in the AFC? Okay. Right. He answered all those questions this year, not only by getting all back right. to the Super Bowl, but by winning I, the MVP. I got it. But... Has he answered questions in Super Bowls? You don't like to hear this, but I'm going to bring it up because I do try to tell the truth. And this is the truth I see about Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowls. He's played two of them, right? right? He's thrown two touchdown passes in those two Super Bowls right. to four interceptions. Think about that. Patrick Mahomes in two Super Bowls, two touchdowns to four interceptions. Yes. Not exactly Brady-esque, no. right? Right. Okay. He hasn't been Patrick Mahomes in the two Super Bowls because I'm going to remind you again. First Super Bowl against San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo. They're down 20 to 10 late in the third quarter. I think we have the video of this. 20 to 10 late in the third quarter, and he threw an ill-advised interception that I thought was going to lose the game. Here it is. I can't really see this. Okay, there we go. And here it is again. Bad idea tipped up to an interception. Then we go to the fourth quarter. They're still behind by 10, 20 to 10, early fourth quarter. And he does it again. He throws late and behind Tyreek, a little too much mustard on it. Yeah. And the ball gets tipped up into an interception. I don't know what we're showing here now. That's the oh, 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 Now we're doing the, the ones. Tampa. Okay, I got it. Th- this is the next Super Bowl where he's throwing two more interceptions. They got routed. And really, in that game, he just played poorly by MVP. Now he's a two-time MVP yeah. against Brady in that Super Bowl, albeit at, on Brady's home field, obviously. He just he, he wasn't very good. So he had a QBR of 52. For, for those who don't know, it's a scale of 0 to 100. It was just an average game by yeah. his standards. In the, the Garoppolo game, he had a QBR of 64. Remember, his career QBR that you keep bringing up to me in regular season games over five years of starting is 77. So from 77 down to 64 in his first one, down to 52 against Brady, he hasn't been very good in the Super Bowl games. So is he due to have a great Super Bowl? You could make the case. But I'll even remind you of that big game, the first one against Burrow a year ago, not this one, but the one before. Late in the game, they're in command of the game. I think we have this. He throws a, a big interception that reopens the door for Burrow to run through it. This is when Burrow went up. Oh, know, yeah. He's on his way to. This is the third yeah, quarter that, here. That's, that's just, it was a bad idea. Yeah. He gets careless with the football. And then he, he, here he is again. This is in overtime. overtime. They win the coin toss. He goes incomplete, near pick six. And then on third and 10 from his 25, he tries again and forces the ball up that Jesse Bates tips into the air. And Von Bell picks it off. 
and here comes Joe Burrow, and they win the game. Right. So he's, the, he's had some big games when he's played really little in those right. big games by his MVP standards. So I'm saying, is he due for a huge game? I haven't seen him have a huge game in a big game like like you sort of promote him to be. What about Buffalo last year? Okay, that was it was a shootout. And it was a good one. I'm not a big Josh Allen. I don't I don't buy Josh Allen completely. But they went back and forth, back right. and forth, and yet. Who was his dance partner in the first Super Bowl in the fourth quarter? Well, the rival quarterback was Jimmy G, and I call him Jimmy Gag. And right. he gagged in that one or, or because he, he, they, they were in big trouble. And, and Jimmy Gag in the fourth quarter goes 3 of 11 yeah. for 36 yards, and he throws a pick. Well, if, if he doesn't do that, Patrick doesn't win his first Super Bowl. Well, let me Bowl. ask you a question. How many times have we said that game was right there for the taking? And they didn't step through the door. Yep. So the game can be there. We yep. saw, we see that all the time with your quarterback. I the game it. is right there for the taking, and he don't walk, and he don't walk through the door. By the way, congratulations <laughs> to my quarterback Dak Prescott for winning the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year last year. Yeah, congratulations. Yes. Very well deserved. It, it was very well deserved, but I cannot defend him on the football field because he did not play up to his right. the, the standards that I had set mm-hmm. for him. Certainly at San Francisco, or all these Cowboy fans would be here for a reason because we'd be in this game. Right? <laughs> what, what about the Washington game? As a matter of fact, I had a good <laughs> What Washington game? <laughs> I did have a great conversation yesterday with your favorite player, Michael Parsons. Did you really? I did. Yeah? yeah. And? He said, uh. He should have won Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> no, that's not what he <laughs> No, he didn't say that. He was disappointed with the way the season ended. Okay. Yeah. Again, I pushed him all year. My oh, Mike, I love him from heaven for defensive player of the year. But I can't hate on Nick Bosa yeah. because he, he just he right. pulled away and he, he ran away right. with yeah. it, right? Yes. Next year for Micah Parsons. Well, he might win the defensive player of the year, but y'all not going nowhere. Well, why not? not I, mean, I mean, y'all can go to Vegas to gamble, but y'all yeah. not going to the Super Bowl. We're going to trade Dak Prescott for Aaron Rodgers, oh, and we're going to go places. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here last, right? You heard it here last. That's an oxymoron. Cowboy Super Bowl, Cowboy Super Bowl. They don't go together. You know, once upon a time, yeah. they were intertwined. That's how they start it's fairy how we tales. we got five of those. In the That's how they start fairy tales. Really? Once upon a time, yeah. in a land far, far away, the old cowboys. Huh. Were we not a dynasty in the 90s? Were we not a dynasty in the 60s and 70s? Yes and yes. Yeah. I know it was before you were born, right? <laughs> yes. I know yeah. a lot of dynasties. Yeah. The Joe dynasty, the Tang, the Grimaldi. Yeah. yeah. But what about the Cowboys in 28 years? Yeah. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. has yes. been indeed. All right, so you're each going with three points, just yes. Chiefs and yeah. Eagles. Yes, by three. I like the time of possession comment. I'm going to be watching that turnover takeaway ratio. Yeah, that's, that's going to be really tail. important to me. All right, let's go over to the association now. The Suns sharing their initial thoughts yesterday after acquiring one Kevin Durant in a trade. Head coach Monty Williams said he thinks KD could, quote, hoop every day, 24-7. Chris Paul saying KD is, quote, one of the best players to ever play the game just to know how he approaches the game. His nickname's Easy Money, just somebody who loves the game like that. I think that's what brought me and Book closer together because he just loves to hoop, and KD, he just loves to hoop. Certainly a game changer for the Phoenix Suns, Shannon. Do these quotes change your mind about the Suns' future? No, Skip, because 
Where could KD go where he wouldn't provide a joke? He's one of the greatest players. How about Brooklyn? (laughs) (laughs) Still, at one point in time, he had him to the number two seed. He did. So he provided a joke. Look, he's a top five player currently. He's one of the great players of all time. Nobody ever questions KD's ability. But he is injured currently. He's going to miss about six weeks. We know that for certain. He's injured frequently. (laughs) That's my own. I got it. Pair that with Book. Yep. He's injured. Pair that it's with always a hamstring. With, Go C- ahead. with CP3, 37. Yeah. And at some point in time in the playoffs, Skip, over the last several years, what? He's been Nick. Remember against, remember against the, uh, uh, the Lakers? Yep. He was Nick. La- against, uh, last year, he was Nick. He so was. all I'm saying is, is that the Suns have put a team together that's different than a lot of top contending teams for the simple fact you look at their injury history. That's all I ever said. I never said, well, man, KD can't play. I don't know why they got it. He can play. He's legit. But based on the injury history, you have to have some concerns. You have no concerns? Mm. I'm the only one that has concerns. Huh? Damn. Mm. What I'm about myself. <laughs> okay. You know, it sounds to me like you're starting to kiss up to KD because no, you ran into him last night. Am I right? No. What, what, did I, what have I said by Kevin Durant? I told you yesterday, I said, Skip, is Kevin Durant currently playing? You said no. I said, is Devin Booker currently playing? He, said, he, he has come back, but go ahead. Played like, what, five, ten minutes a game? No, he played 24 minutes that first game, but whatever. He, he's been out because okay. his hamstrings just plague him. Yeah. They, just, they just stay chronic. And Chris Paul yeah. just got back recently. Yeah, he did. And who? And he's 37, Skip. He right. doesn't look like the same Chris Paul when you watch him play. So, yes, he's going to provide a, boat, a joke. Yeah. And he, they're probably going to get – would I be surprised over the next 25, 26 games yeah. if the Suns are not one of the top two seeds? No. But the questions are still going to remain the injury history with their top three players. And, and I cannot fight you on that. If the injury gods say no to the Suns, it's a big no. Right. Because they got injury prone everywhere. Thank you. I got it. But I'm going to say this again. Every once in a while in my career, something happens. And I told you I woke up in the middle of the night. What was that night before the first night we were here? It would be Wednesday night. Right, Wednesday night. And the computer is on the table sitting over there. And I just popped it on for a second just to see if anything was going on. And I saw, what? You wake up in the middle of the night to turn your computer on? No, it was already, I had to hit the light on. You know, it had gone quiet. So I I hit it and I see a big, bold story splashed across the page. Kevin Durant has gone to the Phoenix Suns? You're kidding. And it was one of those bolts out of a blue. I started thinking, that works because I know he loves Chris Paul. I know he's been on a mission to get with Chris to help him win one ring before he's through with this game. And then I told you yesterday, I did Hoopers yesterday. I told you, not Hoosiers, but Hoopers, right? Right. That Chris Paul just loves to play the game of basketball. He just like born to play it. If if he weren't playing in the NBA, he'd be out in the backyard or out on the, the, he's got a court in his backyard, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not playing on blacktop. He's playing on (laughs) some, you know, those those rubber courts, right? Yes. But the point is, Devin Booker is a basketball player. You can just call it, define it as a hooper. If he's not playing in the NBA, he's just down at the Y playing yeah, to see if he can up. work yeah. up. He's going to run somewhere. He's just going to run because it's who, who he is. It's what he was born to do. You know and I know there are a lot of guys who aren't made like that. Yeah. 
They do it for the money. They do it because God blessed them with the ability, and they're like, well, I guess I, I should do this because, man, I can make a ton of money right. doing this, so I'll just do it. I'll go through the motions and do this. These guys just love this game yes. because it's a great game. It, it's as fun to play. It, it, in, in many ways, it's a lot more fun to play than the game you played because you don't get crushed in it. You, you, don't, <laughs> True. you, you don't get wiped out. You, uh-huh. you don't suffer injuries where you need to get your hips replaced right. or, or your shoulders or whatever. You know, It's not like that. It's, it's a beautiful game. That, that can really be as good to you as you are to it. Right. So I loved what Chris is saying. He's just a hooper. But it goes deeper than that because here are Chris's first quotes yesterday. He said, what did KD say in that interview, that long ago interview? Y'all know who he is? Remember when he said, yes. I'm Kevin bleeping Durant. Right. And I said, thank you. Because you are, because he doesn't really get that all the time. That was the first time he acknowledged it publicly. Right. You're Kevin Bleeping Durant. Yes. You don't need burner accounts on the internet and on Twitter. You, yeah. you know, you, you, you just be you because right. you're that dude. You, you're as good as there ever he, was. He is. Don't, don't be thin-skinned about it. Just be you. And then he goes on to say, Chris says, he was trying to reach for the Washington Generals. For those who don't know the, the old Globetrotters, every night they played the same team, the Washington Generals, who, who were supposed to be there just to lose to the Globetrotters. Right. They went along for the ride. They went through the motions to set the Globetrotters up to look great. Well, well, Chris is saying, if you put KD on the Washington Generals, they'd be a championship team because that's how good he is. Yeah. I've always said he's like a nuclear weapon. And, and Chris says, KD is different, man. He is just different because we've never seen seven feet and long and can shoot it from way up here where you can't block it and he can pull up. As, and, he's as, up and he's legit seven he's feet. He's legit seven you, you saw him last night. <laughs> I, I, hey, the, 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 I'm looking at I'm looking at it. We back on first take days, we went to the All-Star game back in, it's really early, like 2011 or 10 maybe. And I passed him in a hallway one day, and I looked up at him. He's, he's like an enormous human being. <laughs> yes. And the point is, if, if you're that tall and long and you can shoot it like that, at mid-range, he is as lethal as I've ever seen, yes. as, certainly inch for inch. Yes. So, so Chris is saying he's a difference maker. And then he goes into the hooper part, and he, he just, like, my heart's just spilling out of my body because that's what my point was to you yesterday. These guys are going to love to play together. You know, you know okay. why, Skip? Because he gets to go from where he can just hoop. Chris Paul is the leader. Booked yep. him the leader. So now y'all, hey, hey just, like, just like I let uh, uh, Steph Curry and yep. Draymond them do what they hey, do, I, I and agree. I just fit right in. What have I always told you about Kevin? He's a follower, not a leader. And I don't condemn him for that. It's just the way he was born. Yeah. But he can hoop. Oh, yeah. Well, if you let Chris be the floor general yes. and, and be the leader and spokesman of the yeah. team, you're good to go. And, and listen, if you're playing with Devin Booker and you don't have any ego clashes with him, because Kevin just blends, man. He just, well, I, I'll do what, get, give me 15 why, shots, I'll be happy. The question is, why would he have any, Devin Booker know Kevin Durant is better than he is? Well, what, what, what's the ego clash on? Okay, well, okay, that it's easier said than done because a lot like Russell Westbrook still thinks he's the best player in the game, and but he's that, just not. But that, that, you know? that's, that's, that's delusion. Okay, it's delusion. <laughs> it is. That, 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 that ain't got nothing to do with ego. Okay, I, I, I got it. But, but Kevin doesn't upset your apple cart. Uh, no. You know, he doesn't walk into the locker room and say, you guys know who the man is now. Right. No, no, he doesn't play like that. He, he, he doesn't handle himself like that. It's like he goes to Golden State. They were really good without him, but they weren't good enough to beat LeBron. Yeah, but and he walks in and says, what do you need me to do? 
help us beat LeBron. Okay, I got you. But Skip, there's sometimes Jesse James walking to a saloon. Yeah. He didn't have to say anything. They know yeah. who he was. Yeah. He, when Kevin Durant walks into your locker room, yeah. you know who he is. Yeah. You know what he is. He's the best player in damn near every locker room he walks in. Okay, so if they do stay healthy, yeah. and you can say it's a, it's t a taller if than he is, right? Right. But if they do, I just love this team because I think he can go all the way. Oh, if they right? stay healthy, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, they, they would probably be the favorite. You'll, okay. you'll, you'll know early on, I love the move the Clippers made, but I don't know if the Clippers can stop that arsenal skip. I mean, I know they got, you know, Paul George I, and Kawhi, I, 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 but they ain't seeing Kevin Durant now. Uh, uh, well, well, you can only guard. Hey, they don't have Kevin Durant. <laughs> no, There's don't. only one of him. Right. And I thought it was going to work with Kyrie and James Harden, but, but in the end, Kyrie and James aren't what I call hoopers. They got other things going on. They're too into themselves. They don't want to play with everybody else. Right. You know, they want to do what they do, and they both do it at the highest level, but they're solo acts, and Kevin is a team basketball right. player. You say, he's too good. No, he's not too good. I'm not that. so sure Kevin Durant doesn't like to hang like anybody his age that's yeah. an athlete, but Kevin Durant's going to get his work in before he go hang. Jane Hart gonna go see little baby first. I know. <laughs> you know what? Bingo. Bingo. Jane Hart gonna beat me at Magic City. No. That's what Jane Hart gonna do. Right. And then he gonna go who? Right. That, that is beautifully said. I, I agree. And Kyrie's got so much else going yeah. on in his life. As, as he said, basketball is not my priority. Right. Well, no, that's, best part is Kevin Durant's priority. It just is. Yeah. That's all he wants to do. I, I guarantee you, right now, where he's somewhere in this town. Right now, he's shooting hoop. Yeah. Right? He, he just shooting hoop. Well, he ball. got a basketball in his arm or something. Yeah. He's he doing something. Yeah, he is. Right? He, he like that. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and by the way, I've never heard this, that, that they call him Easy Money. Have Easy, you ever heard that? Yeah. I've never heard that. Easy Money Sniper. Really? That's what they call him. Huh. Well, where, where'd you hear that? Because it's that, never been publicized. No, that's that's his handle. That's his name is on it? IG and social media. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, easy money. On IG? Okay. Well, then he's about to make some easy money. <laughs> yeah. No, he don't make the easy money, Kim. He good. He's hey. straight on that yet. Hey, and, and that's one guy, I think he saved about every penny. Yeah. Right? Uh, teaming up with Rich Kleiman, he's, he's yeah. done really well. Starting out in the Valley. Yeah. And, the, and excuse me, not the Valley. The Bay. Yeah. Woo, Silicon Valley. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got connected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here they come. Yeah. Very intelligent businessman yeah. as well yeah. as excellent. As long as the Clippers don't do anything, I'm good. <laughs> they don't have Kevin Durant. I don't, well, I don't care who they got. long yeah. as they don't do nothing. Yeah. And I don't have to hear Clipper Darrell's mouth. Well, speaking of doing nothing, LeBron's team is well, doing you go. nothing. We, we, talk about we were just talking about, we were talking about the Suns. <laughs> All right, guys, the Suns, three games over 500. And you know they're hungry after coming so close yeah. in recent years past. It's going to be fun to watch. From a six-rounder to one of the highest-paid tight ends and a pro bowler, Raiders star Darren Waller now. <laughs> Water, no affiliation to Arrowhead Stadium. It is part of his regular hydration routine in order to help him reach his maximum potential. Thanks for being here. This guy right here is so fired up to have another tight end on the set. Dar I'm going to turn it over to you, Shannon. Darren, <clears throat> thanks for coming on, joining us early this morning. I want to talk about your season because you came in with such high expectations. You get a new head coach in Josh McDaniels. You bring in Devontae Adams, yourself, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro. You sign free agent Chandler Jones. Why didn't this season materialize like you guys had envisioned? 
uh, it didn't materialize because it all comes down to the clutch moments of the game, right? Okay. You look at it, I look at a team like the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. They had so many one-score games. It ended up going 13-4 and four or 14-3, and three, whatever their record was. And there's no difference really in the number of games that we had that got down to those moments. We just didn't execute. Mm-hmm. And you can look at a lot of different things. You know, we have a lot of weapons, and it may take time to really get a true balance to get these elite guys involved as much as possible. But it was just those clutch moments of the game. We couldn't, put it, we couldn't make it happen. It looks like you're going to be having another quarterback to throw you the ball next season. What happened? It seemed like you guys get so close, and Derek Carr plays well for stretches, three or four game stretches. He plays unbelievable. But why couldn't he able? Why wasn't he able to sustain that over the course of a season? Um, man, football's hard, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never gonna get up here and tell somebody how to play quarterback in the National Football League. Because I realize how tough of a deal it is. There's only a certain guy, certain number of guys that have been able to do at an elite level for for so long. So. Uh, but I appreciate Derek, everything that he's done to elevate my career, guys on the team as well. He gave it everything he had. And I feel like this situation with him going to a new team is really going to motivate him to, to be a lot better and take it to another level. Yeah. You talk about all those clutch moments, and that's so true. It, they're all these fine line moments, and it's going to go north or south. And you had your chances in game after game. I picked you guys to make the play. In fact, I, I picked them to win the West this right. year. Yes. Because it's, it's loaded. It's, it's ready. It's, it's poised for takeoff. But you, you still, how much responsibility falls on the quarterback's shoulders? Because it's the hardest position to play, but it's the position in football. So I'm sure you look back at Derek. He just didn't play big enough in the big moments to, to get you over that hump that you're talking about, right? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's a uh, – you look down the stretch as far as just our, our offense overall, turn, turning the ball over a little too much. Um, it's just things that you have to do better, especially with the talent that we have uh, at really at every position. I mean, you look at it on paper, it, it's no doubt it's playoffs, it's division it winning, no it's, it's championship yeah. potential. So it's got we got to find a way to transfer it from paper onto the field, and that's not an easy thing to do. I'm looking at you guys, and you played. You had the big lead against Kansas City. You guys seem to play Kansas City tough, but for whatever reason, you can't finish the game. What makes this team, what makes Patrick Mahomes, in your estimation, such a special quarterback? Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, man. It's just, they, can, they can come back. They can, they can blow you out. They can win by throwing to the running backs. They can win by throwing into Valdez, Scantling, and... Uh, receivers that don't get a lot of shine, right. um, and they'll still find a way to get 87 the football, like right. when everybody in the world knows he's getting it. You know, <laughs> so it's uh, it's very impressive the, the poise that he has. I feel like his heart rate doesn't elevate above like 50 when he's on the field. He's right. just so calm. He's out there. He's having fun. Just like he's playing in the backyard like football right. was when we were kids. So right. I love that about him. You mentioned 87, uh, Travis Kelsey. What makes Kelsey special? You play the position. You play the position at a very high level. What makes him so unique? The thing about him, I would say, is uh, nobody's ever dictating the pace at which he plays. He plays so under control. He has so much creativity in the way that he plays. And he's, he's calm, and he has the utmost confidence in the world. So I would say it's not really about speed or running a 4-3, but it's really about technique and routes, creativity and routes, being able to create separation at the exact time you need to create it. And it's not a lot of guys that can do it like him. So you come out, and, and you're – you're six six two what fifty five. Yeah. You ran four four three. It was four four six. Four four six. Okay. Four four six. So you, you've got you've got the whole package, man. Right? How far are you from Travis Kelsey, and and why? What's the gap? What 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 can you do to become Travis Kelsey? Um. <laughs> 
Well, say it. Say it. Um, I, f- I feel like I'm right there. Um, there's a lot of things where, as far as creativity and uh, consistency in, in route running, I feel like I can still get better at. But I feel like, you know, with my gifts, I'm, I'm one of the best you know, offensive players in the league. That's just, just how I feel. That's how I take the field, the confidence that I have when I'm out there. So uh, I don't I feel mean, like there's a big gap. to say you're more talented than Travis Kelsey? Uh, there are certain things that I do. I mean, I may have more speed and yep. explosiveness than, than him, but, I mean, there's – when you get to comparing things like that, there are certain things that he has as far as consistency, creativity, and route running that I'd give him the edge on. So I feel like there's a lot of things that we do elite. Yeah. You know, when I'm looking at you, you, you got some new ink. Yeah. And I'm looking at that, and, and you just got a Saturday. What made you decide to get a, a head tattoo? Uh, I've been wanting to get a head tattoo for a while. Uh, something that I'm going to grow my fade back, have it all blend up. But I've been wanting something to, to blend up into the fade for a while, and I finally figured out what I wanted. So when your mom, you go home, have your mom seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah. They, saw, they, they are uh, they're a little concerned. Sorry, mom, dad. Uh, <laughs> but um, they I'm seeing over here, I, I think I see an angel. Right? Yeah, it's an angel with a horn. Okay. And angel with signifies. a horn. Um, for me, uh, I got angels on different parts of my body. You know, angels are protection. You know, I've, I've been through yeah. a lot of my life. Right. Uh, just and just developing spiritually. And music means a lot to me as well. So beautiful. Yes, sir. Well done. Love what you've overcome, man. Congratulations. Best of luck next. Thank you. I'm going Eagles. I think it's going to be a little less uh, low scoring than people think. Uh, I'm going to go 27-24 Eagles. I feel like Hassan Reddick gets a sack late. All of y'all are three points. You just have them in a range of different ways. Derek Waller, thank you so much.